Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. I'm Adam, and I'm joined by Jake, and we are joined by Alex and Kevin from the Home Gym Discord. Alex, Kevin, how are we doing, guys? Doing all right. Uh, really excited to be here. Uh, normally, I wake up at 4 a.m., so I'm trying to stay awake. I had some melatonin before this, but I'll... So if I get a little woozy at the end, you guys will know why. <laughs> yeah, definitely excited to be here, guys. Thanks for having us. You know, we're we're just a couple of losers on the internet that uh, happen to have home gyms, <laughs> and for some reason, uh, you know, you wanted to talk to us, and uh, we're we're just excited to give you our super relevant opinions on everything. <laughs> Can't wait for the conversations. Uh, we'll interview them in part two of this podcast, but we will start off by talking about the survey results from Sunday, which was a look at non-essential home gym equipment. So with that. Jake, take us through those numbers. Thank you, Adam. And uh, this is a back-to-back -back week of just asking level of interest questions. Last week, we did rack attachments. Spotter arms came out on top. This week, we have non-essential gym equipment. And this definition, you can kind of take it how you want, but we pretty much just eliminated the rack plates, barbell, dumbbells, and benches and then kind of threw out some of the more random, popular items you may add to your home gym. We broke it out into four different sections, low interest, low-ish interest, medium, and then high interest. So to start off, we have lowest level of interest. So all of these had below 20% of high interest votes. And it was sad to see the ABMAT getting the lowest amount of interest. Only 13% said that they had high interest in an ab mat. They also had the most low votes and neutral vote. Now, do you know um, how these people work out? Like what style of fitness they do? Yeah, we have a pretty good idea of how they work out. It's typically something along the lines of 35% power lifters, 30% bodybuilders, 30% crossfitters and then just a few percent miscellaneous oh yeah yeah so because, it's a, uh, all four of these look like crossfit things like the medicine ball the gymnastics rings the slam ball and the ab mat like I've, i know i've seen them used a lot in crossfit style stuff yep and that was actually a comment i was i was going to make because there's a few others in the next slide as well that are kind of crossfit related and they just didn't do super super well on this survey like you mentioned we also have the slam ball gymnastics ring and med ball also on this list. Any other thoughts on, on what we have here? I mean, honestly, I move on? I'm not shocked. As someone who almost strictly does powerlifting, I don't own a single one of these items. And you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I know, uh, you know there, there's a good portion of your audience that are powerlifting focused. So not, not uh, incredibly surprising to me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I have uh, ABMAT products, but I don't actually have the ABMAT. So yeah, I'm in, the, in agreement there. I think some of the newer ABMAT products are of higher interest to more people now than the ABMAT. So that's interesting. Yeah, let's move on to low-ish level of interest, just so you have a better idea of what else is kind of towards the bottom of the list. So everything you see on here, if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, has between 20 and 30% high interest votes. From bottom to top, we have sandbags at 23%. Treadmill, 25%. Leg press, close to 28%. Reverse hyper, also close to 28%. Plyo box, 28%. And then the jump rope, just under 
So we have the treadmill as the lowest rated heavy piece of cardio that we asked about. And then the leg press machine was the lowest rated specialty strength machine that we have. I was surprised to see sandbags so low on this list. It definitely seems like four or five years ago, sandbags were a lot more popular. Anything else surprise you being either this low or this high on the list? Yeah, I would say the, the reverse hyper is actually a little bit of a surprise to me. I feel like everybody's always talking about it and wanting one, and there are some decent home gym options that don't take up a ton of space. So it it's surprising to me that it's, it's lower on the list. I even feel like when I was looking through uh, the comments on this Instagram post, I think it was yesterday, there were some people that seemed a little upset that uh, there weren't more votes for it. Yeah, I was surprised the plyo box is so low. I feel like everyone has one. You know, it's a great place to put your drink when you walk into the gym or your laptop. You know, it just, I think it's essential, really. <laughs> it's a great spot to throw your laptop on to do a podcast on as well. Seen that. It's true. That would make a killer, like, uh, logo, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> not, not surprised at all, though, about the, uh, the tre treadmill and the jump rope. Uh, I, I don't know anybody in really any form of fitness that enjoys either one of those things. Frankly, I'm surprised they're as high as they are. Yeah, I kind of would have yeah. expected to see the jump rope on the first page. Maybe gymnastics ring switched out with it. So that was a little higher than I thought as well. Yeah. Um, let's move on to medium. So to be categorized as medium interest here, we just said between 30 and 40% high interest votes. We saw the GHD at just over 30%. Noticeable that it beat out the reverse hyper by a decent amount. That's pretty similar to what we've seen in other surveys when comparing the two. Uh, we have the belt squat at 33%, the air bike at 36%, decent amount ahead of the treadmill. We have a landmine at 39%, but that scored a decent amount lower than what we saw last week with the rack attachment list. So. Maybe like when you're thinking about a landmine for your home gym, you're more excited about a landmine for a power rack than just thinking about it for your home gym. And then the uh, functional trainer is kind of where we'd expect at the top of the strength machine list. We've asked about this in comparison to other machines like bell squat you see here, and it typically is the top rated specialty strength machine. Any feedback here? I was going to say, Jake, your opinion, I feel like the air bike maybe had its day. And then it, it's starting to drop as far as like um, interest levels. Would you agree or do you think it's still strong in, in the community? I would say it's dropping slightly just along with our audience probably changing a little bit, you know, with CrossFit kind of going down. You also see things like I typically think of the air bike with CrossFit. So that's why I would say, yeah, it's probably not going to get any more popular. And the, the Rogue Echo Bike came out a few years ago. I think that was kind of like its prime. And now you're just kind of seeing a bunch of other options that are just kind of the same thing with a few tweaks. So I, I would still say it's my favorite cardio for a home gym. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it's getting more popular. Yeah, I mean, looking at this list, um, I'm not super surprised with the, uh, the belt squat and the GHD where they're at. I think they would be higher if there were some better compact options for home gyms. But just with space being an issue for a lot of people with their home gyms. Uh, it's not super surprising that they're a little lower. I owned an air bike for like six months. Uh, it was a great way to hang my clothes. I <laughs> used it for like two weeks and I was like, man, this thing's hard. Uh, I'm going to go back to yeah. using my spin bike. Landmine though is actually the, the most surprising here. I, I think that it's one of the most versatile pieces for a home gym. I would think that and it's so cheap 
uh, you know, you can do so many different things with it. I'm surprised that it's not higher on the list. Yeah, just to kind of continue off that, I think the landmine though we're going to see, like I feel like it's in a lot of programs, but also I think a lot of companies are starting to focus on it now, uh, especially with like Clevo with their Android, with that cool like plastic sleeve. And they showed on their Instagram, they have that cool handle coming out. So I think a lot of companies are going to start focusing on that. And, you know, maybe if you do this again, you'll see it in the high interest. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting though, I mentioned, that it scored higher last week with the rack attachment survey. 50% said high interest last week compared to 39% this week, which is kind of strange, kind of surprising. But anyways, let's move on to the last one, which is just the four with the highest levels of interest. So all of these had over 40% high interest. So in first place was resistance bands at 44%. Specialty barbells just behind resistance bands at just under 44%. The kettlebell, 43%. And then the rower, quite a bit ahead of the airbike and treadmill at just under 41%. So there you kind of see our audience is leaning more towards a rower these days. I wanted to add dumbbells in there, but I think that would have been an easy number one. I think it would have crushed everything. So kind of left dumbbells out of it. Thoughts on this? Yeah, actually, before this, I kind of was thinking jump ropes and resistance bands would be kind of close just because they're so easy, so cheap. But it's kind of interesting that resistance bands were so ahead of something like the jump rope. Yeah, I'd be really interested to, to see the breakdown on the specialty barbells and what people are really interested in specifically. I know, you know, the safety squat bars and the Mars bars tend to be real, real popular in our community. The kettlebells kind of surprised me a little bit, but again, I'm, you know, I'm not a big kettlebell user. So other than that, the rowers, not, not shocking at all. Uh, you know, everyone's just wrong though. Rowers are awful. Uh, you heard it here first, but yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I would really, really love to see the specialty barbell breakdown though. I think I voted for a specialty barbell. Let me uh, tell you, I found the most recent specialty bar surveys from February. So easily in first place was the safety squat bar with the hex bar right behind it. That sounds about right. Yeah, we see a lot of people because they, they come in, usually it's like, oh, you know, what's the cheapest barbell I could get? And the next thing it's like, uh, you know, I'm between the Mars bar and the transformer. It, it, it always <laughs> progresses very quickly to that. Yep. And then lastly, let's just chat. I'd just love to hear what your guys' favorite non-gym essential item would be. You guys have any thoughts on that? Does it have to be from the list you've provided or can it be any item at all? No, so I saw what you wrote and that is a perfectly acceptable answer. So I actually, I need to change my answer. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't thinking yesterday when I wrote it in. It's really the, the best non-essential item for any gym, Rep1 Velocity Sensor. I've been super mm. vocal about it on Discord. I feel like a lot of people don't really know much about uh, VBT training. I don't know that much about it. Uh, what I do know is that I'm a super psychological lifter. I get real caught up in you know how fast the bar is moving. And I used to spend so much time just going over my videos like, every single time trying to figure out, well, is that really an RP8? Look, you know, I, I look like I'm moving fast, but it felt real heavy. The sensor just, it, it gives me sort of that peace of mind that, you know, the bar is moving faster day over day. Uh, it's kept me real honest on RP. And honestly, I've had it since November. Um, I've added about 120 pounds to my total since then. So it's made, for me, it's made a huge difference just being someone that's really in their head. Honestly, game changer for me and, and all of my lifts. 
Does it pair well with your programming? Is it fluid or yeah, is it a pain to use? It's, I wouldn't say it's a pain. Um, there are definitely some areas where the app can improve. And I know uh, Jordan, the, the owner, I've talked to him directly quite a bit. It's actually one of the beautiful things about Discord is we get to kind of you know work directly with a lot of these vendors. And yeah. you know, they've got some really cool plans coming up for an improved app. But um, I, I actually use three different apps for tracking. I've got just a strong app for my template training. I'm, I've been trying out the Barbell Medicine app uh, that just released maybe last month. Um, and then I, I'm just plugging in my values manually right now into the uh, rep one app. And yeah, it basically all it does when I'm doing the rep, it's got like a string that attaches to the bar. It tracks, you know, things like the velocity, duration, average velocity loss of the course of the set. You know, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between, uh, between apps. But for me, IT is my day job. I, I work with numbers quite a bit. So getting that data back and, and having it be real data, not just sort of my interpretation of watching a video. Like I said, for me, it makes a huge difference. So definitely mm -hmm. recommend. Yeah, mine uh, is on the list. I'm going with specialty barbells. I feel like I'm like in a ceremony, like, all right, it is time to take out the Cadillac and, you know, bench press for a little bit. I don't know what it is. It just gets me in a completely different headspace. It just feels that much better, especially when you do like powerlifting training where it's like, you know, what kind of benches today? What kind of squat is safe? You know, it makes it even that much more uh, differentiated, I think. Sweet. I have a, a short list, but I guess I'll give you my top choice, and that's uh, my mag grips. Yeah, I, I love putting them on for um, for lat pulldowns, and yeah, it's just a real comfortable, nice way to isolate my lats, and uh, yeah, they're my favorite. Nice. I'm going specialty bars as well. There's a, a wide range that you could choose from. And well, then from, uh, if I had one, the yeah. I'd probably go, I'm feeling Mars bar today. I'm, I think I might go <laughs> Mars bar. I usually say transformer bar, but I've been using the Mars bar more than the transformer bar lately. So I'll go with that. It's a good call. And then just some other responses from the community. We had like a lot of people say the Clevabilt deadlift jacks. Some other people mentioned other deadlift jacks. Many, many mentioned the drink spotter from Massonomics. So they've got a, a nice product going on over there. A lot of passionate fans there. Custom roller J cups. Ghost Roller J-Cups, Garage Kegerator, <laughs> Curl <laughs> Bar, Deadlift Jack. Yeah, so a lot of Deadlift Jacks. And yeah, that's kind of Transformer Bar, Leaf Blower. We'll have to do another one on actual non-gym equipment in the garage gym type stuff. That'd be a but good one. That's all I got for this. Anything else before we move on to the Q&A? No, I think I'm all set. Cool. 